What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Hollywood Already Did It, your weekly podcast for movies that have come out before and have come out again and will come out eventually another time. As always, I am your host, Blake Schultz, and with me today is Terrence Tatum. Hello, everyone. And uh, we're done making Star Wars movies. That's it. This is the ninth one. Yeah. It is bringing to the ninth one in the Skywalker saga, (laughs) I should say, because Disney's already just sort of... Got like whispering Rogue One and yeah. Solo away. <laughs> right. Uh, this is it. Yeah. We're done. No more. This is the ending. It said the word final. It, did. it said the word epic. End, uh, end of a so, saga. End of an era. <laughs> yeah, we're done. Yeah, we it. told it. Forty-two years in the making. <laughs> in 1977, George Lucas had a vision. Yeah. And it would end here. Yeah. Before we really get started on this, I really want to talk about how annoyed I am with that entire marketing campaign. <laughs> because when Disney did Endgame and they were like, look, we started with Iron Man in 2008 and we've been building this story for years and this is the culmination of it. I went, amazing. Right. And that makes sense because unless you count Paramount and John Favreau, you did do this the entire time. Correct. When they did it with Star Wars, (laughs) I just kind of looked around and went, but really, the Skywalker saga, if we're going to impose that title onto this, ended in 1983 at Return of the Jedi. That's what I thought. We wrapped up all the arcs. (laughs) We wrapped up all the stories and the plot lines. Then we went back and we gave you more context with the prequels. Fleshed it out. There were so few lingering questions in Return of the Jedi that, that they had everybody stare at the camera like a family photo yeah. and Iris wiped away. <laughs> so for them now to be like, all of the secret plot threads from The Phantom Menace and Revenge of the Sith but wait. culminating in one... <laughs> There's more. <laughs> I just... Or even like today on Twitter, their tagline was, you'll never pre-pay- be prepared for the ending. And I was like, guys, hmm. let's... Because you can. I can. Because the good guy is going to win. Right. Um, <laughs> when you're the final chapter in the saga, I pretty much know how this one's going to go. Yeah, right. Like, we're not we're not reinventing the wheel here. <laughs> and I know we're not because when we did that, you lost half, half of the fan Right, base. half your fan base said, no. <laughs> yeah, no. Ryan Johnson snapped his fingers and half of the Star Wars fans went away. Right. Uh, so I just really wish that they had been like, this is the end of our trilogy. We're ending it. This Here are these new characters we introduced, and we're going to do their arcs, because all, all the, the other ones were satisfied were in the 80s and, and 70s. And I think that is a part of my hangout for some things when I talk when I talk about this film. I'm like, as a trilogy, I don't even like it as a trilogy ender, but as a saga thing, you're like, well, hold on, guys. You definitely don't fit the bar there. Let's just worry about the three that you're dealing with here. Um, but yeah. It's... Uh, well, there we go. So we did it. We made it all the way here. 42 years in the making. Uh, not, we're going to do non-spoilers for a minute. Yeah. Because I think there's enough to talk about without spoiling the movie. I think so. Although if you click on the right hashtags on Twitter, you you'll have just your life see it. In soul a, taken away from you. <laughs> in a barrage of spoilers and rants and fury, the likes of which I've only seen every other time a Star Wars movie has come 100%. Because I also want to be clear. I wasn't born in the 70s. My first one in theaters, well, I guess, was the re-release of everything. Same but same for me, honestly. I mean, I I was born by Jedi, but I was too young. Has there ever been a Star Wars movie released without a myriad of fury? Uh, ooh. No. Not since not since I know of. And, I, and I, it's funny, because of what... I was thinking this earlier today, because I think the structure of how the, the original trilogy and this trilogy, they're not that far off in what they they try to do i wonder if the internet existed during empire's run would there have been some vitriolic response back to that film? i think there would have just the way that it ends yeah i feel like you would have had people that were a little bit pissed off well i think it's a couple things right i think the internet existing would have done it right i think the way we watch movies now there's been a lot of articles as the year and the decade are ending that this is the the decade that fandom took over and yeah. the years where we started to care more about IPs than we did celebrities right. and you know Star Wars will put in more seats than an Adam Sandler comedy mm-hmm. would because we just connect to that more and I think Star Wars connected to so many people in so many different ways on a deeper level than I think other properties did right that every time there's a new entry people kind of have to Mm re-reconcile what the rules are right 
because the big challenge is they have to keep building on this without it getting stale. And it, yeah. But that also leads you to things that, candidly, I don't like in The Rise of Skywalker, where I am kind of in that, well, now everyone's a god. A god. Or, yeah. well, if we can do this, then why didn't this happen? It's like and, playing Jenga, and they keep taking pieces from the bottom and kind of reusing them for the top. And you're like, okay, I see what you're doing, but eventually this is going to topple over, or we need to get out of this now. Because I think, because it is 42 years and we have three different trilogies, I, I'm glad this is ending now because you're getting to that point where this is getting too hard to keep balancing and doing something fresh and new with this existing Skywalker saga. I am also in a weird place. I know we do this podcast that's based on nostalgia, but with Endgame wrapping up right. and Game of Thrones and this, and I feel like a lot of other just things in pop culture Closing kind of up wrapping up. Right. I am oddly looking ahead and just being like, great, we can calm down. Yeah. Maybe we'll go into the 2020s and the internet will kind of Ease peter up. out a bit <laughs> right. and we'll just get some new stuff and yeah. we don't need to freak out about every trailer reaction and <laughs> every new thing that comes out yeah. and what it's doing to my childhood. And whoever said it ruined my childhood first, I want to go back in time and, and put a in yeah, bullet in yeah, their head. Yeah, I would definitely want to punch them in the face like Jay and Silent Bob's walk up to their door and be like, hey. to quote <laughs> Hal Rudnick from Screen Junkies, who's been on my other podcast, How Do You Figure, when we were talking about G.I. Joe toys, and he so poetically said, no one killed your childhood, you grew up. Right. It's still, still there. there. <laughs> really, in more ways than it's ever been. You can pick up your phone and revisit most of the stuff you had any attachment to ever. Well, as we said on that podcast, I can now just go on eBay and find any Star Wars toy I've <laughs> right. ever missed having or I missed out on getting and just in two buttons right. have it and relive all of that. Yeah. So it's still there. And let me tell you, Terrence, there's a lot of times where I'm like, you know, they're never going to take away how I felt about Spider-Man 1 or 2. 3 won't ruin it. The Amazing Spider-Mans won't ruin this. And, you know, the new Bond won't damage the other mm -hmm. Bond. Star Wars is the only franchise where I can be like, they'll never be able to take away the original trilogy from me. And I can add the asterisk. They have tried. They, they have, <laughs> they've attempted many times. <laughs> it is the only franchise where we've yeah. gone back and redone it and re-upped it. Yeah. And uh, let's just do it now. The non-spoiler Rise of Skywalker conversation. Yeah. I'm going to uh, ask you two things. Okay. One, how did you feel right when it was done and you walked out? Confused. And it's the first time that I, that's ever happened at any of these Star Wars movies. I walked out and I was like, I don't know how I feel. Um, because my brain was telling me that I had fun at points. There were some things that I liked, but my, my heart was like, something's, I'm not in this all the way. Like something's off. Some of, I didn't like certain story beats. We'll get into that later. But like, there was something that just was like, I was at a diametric opposition within myself between how I felt in my brain and my heart. Um, so I walked out like, I think I like this. I don't love it. I definitely don't hate it. But I guess we're done here, and I like what I saw on screen overall. <laughs> yeah, I think I felt very similarly to most big action movies where I kind of got off the roller coaster first. <laughs> right. And this year we've had so much great Star Wars. We've had The Fallen Order and The Mandalorian, Mandalorian and yeah. all of this just phenomenal content that it was really hard not to just get up and be like, wow. And <laughs> right. Focus on all of the things that I really liked mm -hmm. because with most movies, I'll walk out and I'll have forgotten the first 20 minutes. Correct. And until Correct. I really sit back and kind right. of reanalyze it. So it was really easy to go out on what was probably the biggest space battle we've had. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, I would not, say that. Not the best. No, but it's definitely the, the the biggest as far as in the scale of all that was uh, on, on screen and what was going on, yeah. And I think I walked out like that, but I wasn't full. I've sort of all day yeah. been... And maybe part of that is just I love the Star Wars world. And so I kind of want to just jump in. I right. want to play more Fallen Order. I want to watch Empire Strikes Back again. I, I want to read a comic book. Mm -hmm. I want to go buy a toy. But I think another part of that is that I just kind of went, oh, so that's... That's it. That's it. Yeah. That's what we were... It felt like we were driving a car, and I kept being told by my parents that when we get there... It's going to be great. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. <laughs> and then we got to Six Flags, and the ride I really wanted was closed. Yeah. 
And there were other rides that were very exciting and fun. And they were good. But I just kind of kept looking at the that big one. one ride and you're and like. And being like, well. That would have been fun. Okay. <laughs> right. Let That's fine that's too. That's pretty accurate of how I felt too. Um, and it. And I, I can't say that it sucks. I don't know what it is. Because it doesn't suck. Right. Because that's the weird thing. Like the Marvel movies and like most things Disney produces and most things even Universal produces, they don't make unwatchable bad movies. That's the thing. If you look at this yes. movie through just an objective filmmaking lens, and I don't even mean the writing. And I'm not talking about the script. We're talking about the way that it is shot yeah. and the way that it looks. You can't make it. They don't make bad films. Yeah, like the... It's always going to be pleasing to watch. Right. The art direction is always going to you be very good. You have a John good. Williams score, so you know you got that part locked in. And that's the other thing, right? Like, we're yeah. all just Pavlovian dogs. And <laughs> when like, the lightsaber oh. turns on <laughs> yeah. and, the light, and the music kicks up, I, yeah, I clap <laughs> and I get excited. And uh, it's easy to kind of trick people it that is. way. And, and this that's, is a series that is definitely, you have multi-decades where you can get away with, like, if I just play this or I do this, you guys are in. I mean, it's amazing that I'm not tired of it because right. now it's it's in stores, it's people's ringtones and text tones, and I'm still always like Star Wars. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, but I, I think if I really get into what my favorite parts of Star Wars are, and in no particular order, it's probably the philosophy and the spiritual side of it, mm-hmm. the lightsaber fights and the ships. Yeah. This movie really, really gave me one of those things really hard. Yeah. And it tried to give me the first one, and it almost, it almost did. did, but yeah. Uh, but, like, the character moments that I liked are really good. They are. I think the acting is all phenomenal. I think it's all good. Yeah. Uh, the world building, I actually think, is better than The Force Awakens and The Last Jedi. Because the world building in The Force Awakens was just another desert planet. The First Order is back. Right. The Resistance is here. It's and we're more just, of a setting up the, the board. We're just mirroring what came before. And right. I think if you compare that to the A New Hope and you look at the world building there, you get yeah. moisture farmers. You get right. walked in and you're kind of just sort of quickly thrown into this juxtaposition of this clean-looking Star Destroyer and this broken-down Corellian cruiser. Right. And you see these dingy droids and we're asking Obi-Wan for help and Vader's talking about imperial senates and you're a spy and this there's no semblance that they're even the villain right except for the fact that you know he looks looks, like darth fucking right (laughs) right it's kind of building this world and then when we get to tatooine it's even further removed from everything right and in a very weird way an empty setting like c-3po on tatooine can be better world building than the busy bar in maz kanada's Yes, yes. Because that just went, look at all of this. Look, I have so much. Yeah. But even if you compare those cantina scenes, A New Hopes has interactions. I've got the death system on all Mm -hmm. these planets. Everybody reacts to Obi-Wan. Exactly. Mm -hmm. It's a little bit more lived in. Things kind of react to other people. Where in Maz Kanata's, it's it's more like walking through a mall that's crowded. All the NPCs are in the background just kind of doing their thing. And because nothing really exciting happens in there. Yeah. You don't get much else. Right. No, I agree. And then Last Jedi is... is Last Jedi's whole purpose is to break down the Order. So it's like it, there is no world being. It's trying to deconstruct the world right. that has been built. That's Canto the whole Bright purpose of kinda it. Because Canto Bright kind of does... The, that's the newest place we go. Right. And it's one of the least interesting, interesting. places right. we see. Yeah. Because we just get there and they're like, they do horse racing and gambling here. And yeah. That does connect to like our real world. Yeah. And builds out... And you're showing that you're basically displacing people to build off of their backs. I get that. I think that could have been tightened up, but you're right. That's the only... And we don't really do much, much else with, with it. it. No. We even have Benicio Del Toro just be like, they bought weapons for the good and the bad. And I'm like, this is a great That's idea. That's a cool concept. Why aren't we pushing this further right. and really seeing the consequences of it? The same way that in the original trilogy, we see Han have this bounty on his head and mm-hmm. we're constantly seeing the right. consequences of that. Right. Yeah, and then you get for this film, I there is world building. I just feel like a lot of the world building, unfortunately, where I have a problem with it, is a retroactive world building. We've talked about this a little bit where other yeah. films where they, they start putting in things that, this was always here, or this always existed. And you're like, but wait, <laughs> we've been through three films and this was never brought up before. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's that weird kind of base of a lot of the things they set up. You're sort of like, well, we've been building to this 
the whole time. <laughs> right. And you're like, well, not really. No. <laughs> like Marvel has the cheat code of if you wait after the credits, we they just, just plug it in. Tease you. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, but even without that, you know, I mean, the Marvel movies did a good enough job of building up lore that people kind of were like, maybe the Tesseract is the uh, is the space stone. Right. And they kind of had kept having these little crumbs that this, there was no inkling of Palpatine's return. Right. Which yeah. isn't a spoiler because, because that's the whole commercial. Even though the movie treats it as a giant surprise. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, which, I mean, you have to, right? You have to sell your movie and you, you still have to tell your story. Right. So to open it up, if the title crawl had been like, well, you've seen the trailers. <laughs> it's true. Palpatine is back. We got you here. You know what's going on. Like, that's on. not. I saw somebody critique it for that. It'd be like, well, you know, they act like Palpatine's a surprise, but we've been saying it for months. And I'm like... Okay, yeah, but isn't that kind of like arguing it's a surprise that Mission Impossible has Tom Cruise? Right. Like, you know he's going to be doing some stunt on his own. What did you want? For them to not sell the story? Because they did that for the first two movies and, and it was exhausting. Exhausted. Right. Um, Granted, the first movie doesn't have much of a story, but that's a different conversation for <laughs> a different time. Um, this MacGuffin will lead to another Death Star and we will forget about our story. Yes. The Force Awakens. <laughs> Um, so I've seen this movie twice. I went last night, and this is where I. This is where I also was confused. I went last night, and I had zero interest. Like my, my interests were low. I think I, you guys are all wearing Star Wars gear. I was like, I, I'm just here. I, I'm not. I'm yeah, yeah, really grinching out <laughs> on the like, day. I'm, I'm just here. You were like me at a sports game, <laughs> and when it was over, I was like, I think I like that. So I immediately went because I was still confused. I went this morning and watched it, and I was like, oh. I see what happened. This movie, the first hour and a half of this film moves at a breakneck speed so quickly that I was like, why are they moving so fast? And I was like, oh, when I watched it the second time, I could kind of focus a little bit more. I'm like, oh, you're doing this so I don't ask questions. Because when I start asking questions, some things in this don't make sense. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, that's probably my biggest issue. And maybe I'm getting old and tired. Uh, at the tender age of 30. <laughs> but this is not like the second movie in a row that was moving at such a speed that I was almost like, I'm, I am I need... I'm me, like, I, whoa. Like the monkey scene in Jumanji, I was also like, okay, we can slow down. <laughs> but yes. like probably the first 30 minutes of this movie, and it's all great. It's great. And, but I, it and I'm just, smiling, but I was like, stop. <laughs> oh yeah, it's being on a roller coaster <laughs> right. and then right when you think it's done, then being like, there wasn't a line and you're going again. And you're like, whoa. I wasn't ready. But I don't want to. I want to, I want to see the, right. the, which is the weirdest part about the most Star Wars movies is almost anytime they do show me something, I want to stay there longer. Correct. So when we get to the first planet with Kylo and we see everything, I just was like, I want to well, see it. I want to live in it for a little bit because a yeah. lot of that is, it looks so cool. It does look cool. But a lot of what Star Wars, especially that original trilogy is that they let you live in that world for a little bit. So you can see Farscape. You can see it's like, I want to see how depth, how deep this world goes. Like I, I, that stuff fascinates me more than like, let's just go, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go. Um, but that's just me. I know that the way that the the new kids go, they don't have the attention span to let things breathe as much as we did back in the day. Uh, but yeah, the first half of this film is just gone. And then when it, it's, it takes a moment, and for me, the moment it takes... Look, I love that. I love that we have Kylo and 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 Rey doing this yin and yang. I like it throughout the entire series. That's probably my favorite thing throughout this entire trilogy. There is a moment in this movie though that we get uh, a reveal, which will go into spoilers. That I kind of started turning on the movie, and it was my big. I was like, oh, I don't like that. I don't like that at all. And then when I saw it again, it made it even worse. Like, yeah, nope, this doesn't work for me. And it didn't work for me for one, I didn't like the actual event. And I also didn't like that you had to add other threads to the past to make it work. Yeah. Um, but I, I, but there are so many things that I like. I like that this is the first movie that we get our main three, the the, the Phantom, the, the Force Awakens three together on a ship the entire time. And I loved time. having And I together. loved their interactions with each other. Uh, I loved the drama between Kylo and Rey. I love some of the action beats that they have between them. Although I think a lot of the lightsaber duels that they've had since Force Awakens have kind of... I'm just going to say it. Not been good. And I don't think it's a popular opinion. It might be. Um, yeah. It's been a lot of... 
kind, and I forgave it in Force Awakens because Rey is new. Is new, right? But I also liked that she fought the and way she raw. fought with her staff. Right. It was and right. It, she yeah, was, it was more of a visceral. This is all. This is what I know to do with this. The Last Jedi, great scene in Snoke's throne room. Not really a lightsaber fight. No. Uh, different. It is different. And something else that candidly I've wanted. Right. Uh, and then Rise of Skywalker, I kept I kept waiting for that yeah. moment because there's nothing better for all of the prequels flaws when they build to like Darth Maul's fight that, and that second blade comes yeah. on and it's we'll take and the long the way and, and like, they just take off those I'm robes. Like, oh, it's going down and you are like holy <laughs> yeah, shit it's about to happen and I make fun of it now and my dad loves to remind me that I loved it when I was a kid. When Dooku and Yoda do the same thing, and he just beams on his lightsaber, and he does that fencing I like flipped, prayer at him, I flipped out when Yoda first started fighting. And, and there and, was yeah. a tension before every lightsaber fight that mm-hmm. I don't think there really is anymore because it they almost like teased and got you ready. There was right. a much more like Ronin samurai respect Correct. Correct. to like the art of right. it, which I liked because that is a very pulling at the threads of what kind of built mm-hmm. Star Wars first right. and really kind of accentuating that this like respect among warriors and them sort of getting ready and being in these poses and it does almost play like a ballet it does but like I've done a lot of martial arts and there are people who do it like a ballet right like if you really go and you watch it's boxing it's it is. it's yeah it's UFC it's all Ali it's all versus Bruce Lee there's a reason that that he's like it would never happen right um and then, you know, Revenge of the Sith also just... That moves That far. build up to... Yeah. Even, like, Palpatine and the four Jedi that yeah. he smoked before yes. Mace. You have Correct. this, like, setup, mm-hmm. And they kind of have that in the woods. But That's... Yeah. Because they are so much more, like, brutish, it doesn't really have the same impact. And I think after Force Awakens, they also aren't actively trying to kill each other they're more just trying yeah. to disarm the other so they can kind of have a conversation so it, it kind of like doesn't have as much weight yeah to it as either so it's kind of like ah none of these really land the way that i want to and i think that's my thing throughout this entire series but specifically for this film i'm sitting here like this feels like apple pie this makes me comfortable i know what i'm getting when i watch this film it is star wars at its very heart you do the beats, you know you're going to give me the score, you're kind of you're doing all the things that make a Star Wars film. But when you do that, when you play fan service, when you do quasi-pandering, which that's not a bad word. I don't have a problem with it when you're doing it over a 42-year span and you're trying to appease many people. When you're trying to be ha- make everybody happy, I get it because this is the last film of a saga. You want them to go out on a, on a high note and be, be, be perfectly happy with it. But when you do that... While it is great to see it all, you also don't do anything challenging and you also don't do anything that gives me a high note. And that was what I saw when I saw this the second time. However you feel about Last Jedi, that Snoke room thing is a high note. The yeah. bottom falling out when Holor does her, her, her trick with the space, that's a high note. This film does not really have that moment. And that was like, that's my issue with this movie. Right. It's very okay and safe. And safe's not the word I'm trying to say, but it's a very... By the numbers. I think safe is a good word because I, they don't really right, yeah. do anything to challenge what you already know. Right. And they definitely do. And I don't think this is a bad thing either. Uh, I do when you kind of execute it the way this does. It did feel like they were going down a checklist of all the things on the internet. I want to say it, there are some things that's fan fiction. And I like. I, let me be careful with what I just said. I don't don't have a problem with them pandering and fan fictioning and doing all that i do i take umbrage because i'm a fan of last jedi there are several moments in this movie where they give the big fuck you to ryan johnson and i mean i'm just gonna play devil's advocate ryan does this is how everybody felt yeah yeah it is right um i liked both of them so it you know whatever they're (laughs) um for very different reasons but it, it was a little and that, this might be the last thing I say before we get spoilery, because I'll just say the things that I really liked are Poe's arc. I yes. thought we built him out really well. He's much better in this uh, film. I really like Kylo Ren's arc I do quite too. a bit. Yeah, I love how Palpatine looks in this movie. He's stunning. Like Whole, how he comes in, it's great. Yeah, you know, he's great. He looks uh, great. I loved Lando. 
I yeah. loved Chewie. I loved all the characters. Yeah. Um, I loved all our original characters. Some of the new folks I don't quite know or need. I didn't really like the new the new ones to this movie. Yes. But even, That's what like, I mean. That's okay. what I mean. Yeah. But I like I liked what they did with Finn. I, I did too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yes. I'm a little in the middle of what we did with Ray. Partly because I just read an article that made me be like, that's a kind of a good point, which I don't like to do before we record, mm-hmm. but now it's kind of in my it's head. It's in there. <laughs> um, but they're not wrong. All of it goes back to Force Awakens, though, and I'll talk about that when we get there. Okay. Um, it all goes back to something JJ did that I'm like, ah, you're just get out of my house. <laughs> uh, go make TV. You clearly want to make TV. Right. You made a Star Wars pilot. It was a new hope, and you made your mysteries more interesting than your characters. No one cared about who Rey was or what her arc was. We only cared about who her parents were and her legacy, and that and doesn't make good characters. It makes mysteries that won't have good And you'll answers, never have a, that's the payoff. Bad. No matter what the payoff is, will never be enough. And you know what, Tans? That's great writing in Watchmen. It's great right. to start a pilot of Watchmen or Game of Thrones or something else and make me go, I want all of these answers. Right. You better fucking answer them. Right. And if you're not the showrunner, you don't get to do that. Mm-hmm. So when you start your seventh movie <laughs> and you go, who is Snoke? And who is Ray? And who is Kylo Ren? And I'm going to hand this, this off to someone this? else. And what's this? Good luck. Bye. <laughs> get out of my face. <laughs> right. Of course it's an unsatisfying arc for Ray. Right. There wasn't one. Yeah. Because the only thing about her was she wanted her parents to come back and we all just went, who could they be? Who are they? And now we know, and it goes, neat. Neat. Cool. (laughs) Fair enough. And we don't challenge that enough in this movie. No, once we even get who the reveal is, it's just kind of like, all right, and you just sort of move on quickly. Yeah. (laughs) And I was like, whoa. So those are all the things I loved. Yeah. But I do think we needed... And I'll talk about when we're in our spoiler conversation. And you know what? It's going to be my arc to the spoiler conversation. So we're going to get into spoilers now uh, because there's just so many little things to yeah. dive into. And I don't want to sit here for two hours and do this, <laughs> even though I could. Um, full spoilers. Palpatine's back. Palpatine fights. There's a great moment, like many of these moments. I guess this will be the last non-spoilery thing, but it'll connect the bridge. My biggest problem in this movie and it's my biggest problem in this entire trilogy. We keep positing interesting things and then just walking going away. away we keep going, what's the First Order? And who is Snoke? And walking away. And where did Luke go? And what's he doing? And how does he disconnect from the Force? And we walk, walk away. away. Yeah. And we go, Finn was a stormtrooper. And here's Captain Phasma. And we walk away. Mm-hmm. And in this movie, we go, Palpatine's back. How's he back? Who knows? Dark scientists no one and knows. cloners. Dark science and clones. I'm like, they, wait, what? They assume <laughs> that because I've seen a bad film, Attack of the Clones, yeah. <laughs> and everyone does it, right? I have no issue with them being like, clones are in this universe. Palpatine did it. Right. He's doing it again. Mm-hmm. Great. But you know what? That actor is so good and Palpatine's voice is so great yes. that if you had just opened up with him being like, long have I waited and back on Camino, I began a plan for failure. S- and had you noticed my fleet right. was gone at Endor, but they were distracted. The same hubris that brought down the Jedi will bring down the rebellion. And you can just and do something like that as a voiceover before the crawl even starts, because that was my biggest issue with this entire film. I'm, and that, that's that is my problem. I'm sitting here like you want me to just accept that this has happened, and I'm sorry. Your everyone's favorite trilogy ends with him being killed on film. That's what I see. Well, did you see the interview where uh, George Lucas yes. t- t- told J.J. Abrams, like, J. J. he's done? J.J. was like, is he dead? He's like, no, he's dead, dead. And he's like, but is he? <laughs> and I mean, in the expanded universe, he came back with clones. So here's my, and- here's, here's my problem. And this, I knew, I'm glad you said that because this is what I was going to lead into. I am a huge Star Wars fan, but my Star Wars fandom is all through film. I watch film, and I think it's the 75% of the people who wa- who are into Star Wars, that's what they do. And I've read the old school books. They're not canon anymore because Thrawn, well, he's back now, but Thrawn was not a part of it. <laughs> yeah. And then the comics have come back and gone. Here's my thing. I don't mind if those give me supplemental stories. Like, if you want to tell me that Luke and Lando went off into the world and they were doing space stuff before and Lando just stayed on the planet, cool. If you want to tell me the Knights are in, were former Jedi, and now they're, they're running with him, but they're not as powerful as they need to be, whatever. I can't accept that I saw Emperor die on in film. You tell me how he's back in comics, and then I'm just supposed to accept oh, that. Oh, Terrence, <laughs> this is way worse than that. His distress call is in Fortnite. 
What the fuck? <laughs> a great marketing device. Look, I'm all about it. I don't play Fortnite. Right. I'm all about because it almost gets me in when they're like, play as Thanos for in-game. Right. Play as Rain Kyler Ren Hat here. And come check out this movie. I think it's cool that video games are now a thing where I can go into I a agree. fake movie theater with my fake avatars yes. and watch a trailer for a real movie. <laughs> when it's a deleted scene that I'm not gonna get though, <laughs> right. is when I'm just like, fuck, fuck you. you. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um but my whole point and why this was my bridge. If we're going to have him be able to de-age by absorbing the children. Right. That sounds bad. By absorbing uh, Ren and Rey, I wanted him to become like Revenge of the Sith Young. And go full on. And play the, the Duel the of battle. Fates. Yeah. And he clicks on a lightsaber. And I was like, here we go. I will say it felt it comes. easy. Like it, it felt the weight. Yes, there was a sacrifice done, but it felt easy. And it almost, because of the way it happened, I was like, oh, this is just like Return... This whole act is just like Return of the Jedi again. I was like, yeah. oh, shit. I will say, my brand of petty is... Oh, it was great. <laughs> the Skywalker's going to fold out a hole, because I did. Guess that, what, son? <laughs> that is... I saw that, and I was like, hell yeah. Get your ass down that Hell hole. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I, I would have liked something else to have happened in that throne room, because I think everything was a little too easy. I think... I think Kylo dispatching of the Knights of Ren, because correct me if I'm wrong, the Knights of Ren are Jedi that went with him. After. I have no idea. In the film, that's what um, it says, but I don't know what happens in comics. I know they're bigger there. They, they're doing a comic now that's like Kylo Ren's story leading up to it. And I think what they, and I haven't read it, but I believe what they just did was like, Actually, he didn't start the fire at the temple and he didn't kill all the Jedi. Got it. They followed him after he like did what he did do and then like Snoke fucked with him. Got it. So I, I think they are supposed to be like his f- buddies, but there's another one where they meet like the first night of Ren and okay. he's like, Oh, all of his philosophy. Again, these are the things that should be in somewhere in film form. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Cause they're, they're more interesting and well, I think they're more interesting ideas than even what the last Jedi did. Correct. And I think, you and I talked about this when we were leaving. I think this film tries to posit a lot of interesting stuff in a two-hour frame. Stuff that's probably good for a five-hour frame. If this was a jump-off point and we stretched this this type of film out into three films, I think we if we started learning where Emperor was earlier and made this the trilogy, I think we would have felt more like a cohesive trilogy as opposed to what we got. Because this feels very disjointed, especially the way that this all quote-unquote comes together (laughs) right so i guess kind of digging into a little bit more i really wanted i just wanted a great lightsaber fight and it just doesn't happen we don't get it um we get decent the one on the the one on the ship with the water looks visually good it just doesn't have much weight to it because you know they're not actually right trying to harm the other um I talked about Poe's arc. I do really like that we finally really fleshed him out. And I think of all the characters from Force Awakens through now, he probably has the strongest and most change. Yeah, I loved everything about him. I love the Carrie Russell uh, character edition that he had with... Uh, that was good world. Yeah, that was good world. That was very good. Like, yeah. we're at this planet, and here's what the Emperor's doing, and what's happening, yeah. and... I can't leave, but we're mad at you for leaving, but you're part of this war. And I was like, this is how you do it. Yeah. You've built kind of a mini world with very real stakes Correct. and emotional depth that we understand. I think for me, he got the best deal. I feel like Finn got a raw deal. Like when he was with the group as a, as a unit, it worked because they were like a three-man like court. Like they, they were working together. When he went off and started doing his own thing, a, a lot of it is because... The internet <laughs> and Rose was basically taken off the map. I don't. I want to say this now, <laughs> Kelly Marie Tran. I'm sorry because they they fucked you. Yeah, they did her dirty. Yeah. I didn't care for her too much in Rise of Skywalker. But they just made but... her. She's a glorified extra in, the, in yeah. this movie. And I'm like, she had a arc at the end of that film where she kissed Finn and said, "I love you," and then saved him. And in this film, they act like they hardly even know each other. And it's like, okay, cool. So then you give him another person in this African-American woman who's also a former Star Trooper. And it, it's this weird thing where it feels to me like, all right, cool. The audience the audience did not like the Asian woman. And we have Ray going back and forth with Kylo. And she's a white girl, so we can't put Finn with her. So let's give him you, black girl. <laughs> it's, it's very weird because 
I'm trying to think of who they added to Return of the Jedi or even Revenge of the Sith other than, oh, well, Jabba's Palace we knew. Right. <clears throat> we knew Jabba, at least. Mm-hmm. I guess the Ewoks. And right. Reven- like, there was no... Hum- like a humanoid-esque Introductory character. to somebody else with right. a whole backstory in either of those right. movies. So to kind of cram that in... And then try to give it a button at the end. Because I kept wanting from Finn... This concept of him leaving the Stormtroopers is still, I think, one of the most wasted opportunities from even The Force Awakens. Right. Uh, it's way, it's just plain wasted in, in The Last, Last Jedi, Jedi and now it doesn't even matter. Right. Uh, I really was hoping we would see his troop. Because, mm-hmm. look, I kept going, it's so interesting that a janitor, which is what they decide That's to what he was, make yes. him, is it's so mind-blowing that he leaves that we have one random stormtrooper who i think in a book it's like he was part of finn's crew Mm -hmm. yells traitor then kylo ren does it yeah and he doesn't just do it as like oh the traitor he is viscerally pissed oh it's one of the best moments (laughs) they give kylo ren yeah Yeah. and i finn's not even a blip on his radar anymore right and i was like man i really wanted the whole thing in last jedi instead of canto bright we could have just had him go to the ship and be like, I'm defecting back. Mm-hmm. And tr- seeing his stormtrooper I friends. I thought that would have, was the case before like getting the Canterbrite scene in real time. I thought that's where it was going. I thought that's where and the story was going. And then you could have done like, he does have friendships with these right. people. It's going to be really hard. There are a couple of to, others that want to defect. And they're like, we'll help you out well, as we can. And then yeah. he could just be like, I own you, Phasma. I know what you did right. at Starkiller Base. There's a lot of stuff there that's very, very... For a movie, that whole thing is, I'm challenging you. Right. That you could have challenged me with without just going to gamble for 20 minutes. Right. Um, But I I just think that when we get to this film, he's just... He is the third wheel out of the the three. Yeah, they even give him the line of, I have to tell you something, and then he doesn't get to say it. And we never find out, like, you, JJ, you son of a bitch. That's a JJ move. (laughs) That's a weird thing to do also. And I know that it's popular on the internet, and it isn't just the internet. I know that there are the Raylo shippers, and I I don't think that comes from nowhere. I think a lot of people are like, why do they want them together? And I'm like, did you see the two of them (laughs) in The Last Jedi? Yeah. They've been wanting to do this for a long from time. From the day they met. Yeah. Like when she when when she saw him with her shirt off and when they were forced forcing to each other she's like, "Can you put a towel on or don't?" Because yes. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> I mean, even in The Force Awakens, they have this like awkward chemistry about yeah. each other where you are like, "Oh, also, it's very George Lucasian to just be like, like a man and a woman relationship. Put them together. They could be brother and sister. It's fine. We'll figure it out later. Yeah. Well, they kind of... <laughs> they, they're not that far. Also bothers me a little bit now where I'm like, so, okay. Yeah. yeah, let's do that. Let's get into that. So the biggest spoiler of this entire film is that Rey is uh, lineage is not just of no one like like uh, Kylo Toter. She is the granddaughter of the Palpatine. Senator Palpatine. Granddaughter. I am the father. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah, that was my big... Because I had been on the boat from when The Force Awakens came out that it is more interesting if she's no one. It is. Uh, not necessarily no one, but I think also... Of not of the lineage. If I may borrow from Lindsay Romaine's article on The Nerdist about this a little bit, we start her off... Oh, who am I and what am I? And I have to go back to Jakku and wait. And Maz Kanata says, your answers are ahead of you, not behind you. Mm -hmm. That was a load of crock. Yeah. So we go through all of this to be like, well, you're your own person. Your legacy doesn't matter. Right. Actually, it does more than anything. (laughs) Yes. And then we go a step further for her to go, well, I'm... This isn't from the article anymore. This is just me saying it. But it's also not just me saying it because I'm going to quote Shakespeare what's in a name right and i'm like great that's actually a good idea let's do that have her be a palpatine and have her be like i don't give two i don't care who i am like great now i'm a god i can do whatever i want with this power and instead of just having her be like i'm ray from nowhere she then takes on the skywalker name which for an ending fine but i'll go a step further and go it's not a great ending yeah it's a very pretty ending and it's good for her it's a bow on it it's a nice coda I think it would have been a lot stronger. Why? I like her going back to Tatooine and the Moisture Farm. Why is she going there? Yeah. 
Anakin doesn't have a connection to that moisture farm. No. Luke does, but he leaves it when he's like 19. Right. So it's nostalgic and it's fun, but I, I don't think it really has it a weight to her. It doesn't fit to her story. Uh, it doesn't really have a weight to the Jedi as a whole. It's for her to get up and be like, I, I am all Jedi. Right. And then go to where like one dude was from. It would have made more sense almost if she went to where the original Coruscant. Jedi Council. Right. Yeah. I would have liked that. Yeah. Go to Coruscant. Yeah. Um, but I think for her to also take the Skywalker name, it now implies that this is going to follow her now. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, if there ever is another villain to the galaxy, they're going to be like, a Skywalker? Skywalker. Yeah. Like, that name's not going anywhere. It's a legacy. It is a legacy name. It's a weird thing, because I, I hate that she was a Palpatine because I've talked about before how I don't like that this galaxy far far away is tied down to two people but because this is the end of the Skywalker saga fine I'll buy it um, I don't like the retroactive adding in that oh yeah Luke and Leia and everybody knew about this already that really bothered Come on, me guys. because I loved Luke being like who are you right and there were like weird threads where like Maz Kanata leans over in The Force Awakens who's the girl right I think Leia says something like that, too. Yeah, and Han has a moment where he kind of gives, like, the look. Yeah, yeah. everyone sort of has this weird, like, huh? Right. But for Luke to be like, yeah, 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 Leia we all knew. Yeah, we all knew. It almost would have been better if... I, I wouldn't. You can't do it because Carrie Fisher's not there. But give it to Lando then, and right. have Lando be like, you know, your dad knew, Han knew, and right. Carrie Fisher knew, right. and uh, the only one who didn't know was Luke. But that's only because he left. He was gone. Yeah. And um, if Luke knew, he would have. He probably would have. And then you. you can have the Force go scene with Luke and her be like, right. "I'm a Palpatine," and be like, "So, so what? I'm the son of Darth." Vader. Right. Exactly. Because then you're like, "Well, we're we're on equal footing there." What I did, however, where I'm, I slightly changed, I do think she would be better if she took a new name at the end. But Just where I who needs it? But Just where I name. am kind of okay with it is that she is now the balance. She herself is the balance in the force. She is a pal- she is an actual palpatine. Okay. With the name of Skywalker. She is the of the principles of Skywalker. Oh, so that she I is do kind like. of a unity of both. And that's, that's an and interesting changing concept. the lightsaber code like I'm getting rid of both. This is now I am now my own thing. Yeah. And that's where I stand with that. That's that's why I do love the coda. I just don't like how we get there. Okay. <laughs> I really like that idea. The balance is in her. Right. She's all of it. All right, well, that, that, all right, you've sold me on it. That's pretty good. Rats. That really takes the steam out of uh, what else I got here. Um, so then I guess you would agree that that is a, we talked about this a little bit on the Endgame episode, but would you say this is a good way to end this type of a saga? Yeah, like I said, I think this is a bloated saga. I, mean, I think you have you have fans of everything, fans of the original trilogy, fans of the prequel trilogy, fans of this trilogy. So you have to kind of do fan service and a little bit of thing to everybody. And I think it's hard the further that this goes out to kind of appease everybody. And I think this does as best of a job that it can to kind of like, all right, we're going to go out and this is the way we're going out. So I think it does that well. I don't think it does a, when they're doing this whole promo of saying, we're the end of a saga, we're the best. It fails at being the final film in the entire saga. Well, yes, because they're going to make another movie. <laughs> right. and I, I It think might not have a Skywalker. It won't have an episode number on it, but correct. And I also think that this uh, doesn't quite succeed at being the final part of this trilogy. But I do think it does give these characters that we have now gone to know for the last six to eight years a decent send-off. And I think that... <laughs> succeeds yeah. at that uh and then we you know had our first on-screen same-sex couple kiss oh, which <sighs> disney <laughs> needs to stop saying they've done this yeah uh we can just snip it out for markets that that don't could be want completely it. removed these and are does characters nothing. we don't know no no the, that that was also just like I don't know. That was like a kiss you give to somebody when you're on your homecoming date. Like yeah. it wasn't even a like, ooh. No, they weren't even. Yeah. That was done like, guys, we have a quota to fill. Let's check off this You know box. what's going to get us like a couple more <laughs> ticket sales? People are going to be really happy until they're really mad. Uh, if we do this again, because we did it with Endgame. Yeah. We did it. Yeah. The first gay character. <laughs> We're in it. When did you cry? <laughs> I cried when the salad came out. <laughs> Representation. The end. We got to stop doing that. Um, yeah. I really liked what we did. I, I mean, I've kind of said that already. I liked what we did with Palpatine. I would have liked fleshing out a little bit more... 
where he's like from, how we did it. Chew. He's such a good planner. Yeah. And I love a good evil scheme. Yeah. That I would have really liked to have heard him go Deliver all the way back to the beginning. I've and been, yes, it would have been a five minute long exposition moment, but I will listen to him do that. But I think I would have been, I needed that somewhere in this film. I would have been okay with that because then you can be like, okay, cool. That's how he got from where we thought he was dead to like right. to now. I needed some of that somewhere in this film. And I'm at its like, surface, I'll buy cloners. Yeah. They exist. I just need you to kind of give me something but, that points in that direction more so than a throwaway line. I think it. all three of the original trilogy and even Revenge of the Sith and The Last Jedi do such a good job of like digging deeper mm-hmm. thematically and storytelling-wise and philosophically and politically right. that to then kind of have this big moment and there not be any core philosophy behind yeah. it. Or even like there's the simple political motivation of like, well, I'm going to take over power. the world right. again. But I think you could have gone a little bit more into like him having a contingency. How many of these contingencies does he have? Right. What was this guy really doing? Clearly. Was it all about bringing back this Sith planet? Yeah. Because we go all the way back to Phantom Menace and we go, well, there's always two. Right. And then we kind of show up to this planet and it's, well, here's all well, of these acolytes. Of right. Was Palpatine always just trying to become the master of death and take all of these people and do something yeah, else the, was the, there more there are a lot of questions as to the how the when the why of for for palpatine to be able to create all of these ships like what's been happening there have been cloning you clone snoke how many of these do you have? like it's a lot of questions why on that snoke war. right that we why just don't do you get still have all of his heads right <laughs> um, were you planning on like sending out another snoke were you just going to keep doing this same over and over again and Almost like a Batman that he's a symbol. Right. Snow can't be destroyed. And then we get we get to see that the Emperor is super OP. He can just shoot lightning like a god into the air. That was, I think, kind of my biggest issue. And I don't really mind seeing it because I... It visually looks great. Well, I'm a sucker for a cool video game moment. Right. And to me, that was like, oh, man, he's like level 100 and he's going <laughs> to blast. And it's just like the Force Unleashed when yeah. I was Vader's apprentice and I'm a god now. But even... Like, the Force healing people. I'll buy that, like, Rey can do it. And then when Kylo Ren does it, it, you know, it does what Super Mario World does, where when you have zero lives and I have a life, I can give you one, but now Mario's out and Luigi's in the game. Right. Um, Sure. Yeah. I actually really like that, that it maybe the Force can kind of work as a health meter. Right. You can run out. You can use the rest of your energy. It's what kind of Yoda did and Obi Wan did. Mm-hmm. There's clearly something about it's what Luke does. We get it a little bit in the Mandalorian as well. Yeah, the there's clearly something about exerting yourself right. so much. Like you know, when you're at a gym, you can't just lift forever. Right. right. Sure. But I think we again could have taken a beat and been like, you know, Ray, like we we requote the powers of the dark side. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Unnatural. Why not go back then and be like, the power to cheat death is something only one has achieved. Like, that should be what Palpatine's like, trying to whoa. Right. Yeah. And then he should like want, because then he zaps her and like gets life back. Yeah. So is Rey also like. A conduit. Like, like a giver. Is she, she a can battery? Take it, right. Like, exactly. what else is really going on with this ability? Yeah. And then to have him kind of like blast lightning into the sky which again I thought was it awesome great. to look at it's visually stunning but then when we come back and he just shoots it at Ray, and maybe he's not using his full power but you'd think he would if he wants to Consider, win right. and she just blocks it with the two lightsabers and you have the I am Iron Man moment that yeah. I did love <laughs> sucker for everybody who's ever been I in this movie it. telling her to get up that was, that, a cool was awesome. that was a cool moment that was a cool moment Although I don't know that Anakin should have been the one saying, bring back bring the balance back like the, I did. You that murdered dude. all the kids. <laughs> all loved, the younglings. Loved hearing Ahsoka. Thought it was weird that both Ewan and Alec got I was like, Obi-Wan guys, one Obi's enough. One Obi-Wan's enough. <laughs> Are they going to show up and be like, hello there. <laughs> oh, I've aged quite well. The Disney Plus show will explore how we are two people. Uh, always love hearing Qui-Gon and Mace. Yeah. And I also love a good I am something line. Right. I am all Sith. I yeah. am all Jedi. But, And I also love that we kind of killed him the way we got him in Revenge with the lightning like, back at correct. him. That correct. was great. 
that whole kind of sequence though just left me wanting a little bit more. I want the book now. Like I want to now read the book. And I be do like, want. Oh. I, I want more to see. And then I'm going to be annoyed that it's not in the movie. Yep. Like, That's exactly what's going to happen. Which I've been doing with this franchise since The Force Awakens. Like as far back. Uh, the Last Jedi has a great Phasma miniseries comic. That's how she got off of Star Killer. Oh, that would have been nice to and see. And what on she's screen. doing now, and you're like, "Wow, this is amazing!" Of, look, Why was it this in the movie? She's just shiny. Or um, there's a, a Leia book by Cla- Claudia Gray, who also did the Lost Stars, the best Star Wars book, and I will die on that hill. <laughs> uh, she made one about Leia. That's her in the Senate. And she, like, meets somebody who just collects Imperial stuff. And he's like, look, Leia, you're freaking out. The Imperials aren't coming back. I just think history is important. And everyone kind of doesn't take her seriously when she's like, the First Order, guys. And then you get to The Last Jedi and no one comes. That context would have made that moment, like, oh, it's... The galaxy just thinks these are people throwing rocks at each other. Right. They don't get... Then you would get to Palpatine and him be like, the galaxy thinks they're safe. And you'd be like, oh my God. <laughs> Which would also be very like with today times. Of Correct. Like, oh, what's going on? Yeah. So it's it's kind of a bummer that now the expanded universe is almost required reading. And I, I, and I, I guess that's where I'm going to have to get, but I, I, I just, I don't like it. It used I, to be a fun additive. Right. It's like, and you could sort of take it as you want. Right. Where, like, even something like The Force Unleashed existed and, eh, maybe he was... That went so far out of its way that the DLC was like, what if this dude did kill Vader? And now you're just Vader's apprentice (laughs) killing Killing Han Solo on Indoor and Luke and Obi-Wan's ghost at one point. (laughs) And it was all great. Right. Uh, But I knew it was fake. Correct. But now, like, it took so long to make Fallen Order because Disney's like, everything must make sense. Which, you know, Fallen Order's a great game, but I would not care if they were just like, Rogue Squadron 4, just go be Wedge flying around. Right. Those are my biggest problems right now. Should we rank them now? Do you have more to say? I think those are my biggest, like, That's kind of how I feel. No, I I mean, that's a pretty good basis of how I feel about this film. Uh, I will say the movie is such a fun Ride. It is a fun ride, and, th- and 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 all my problems that I have with story beats and all of that stuff, when it's all said and going from top to bottom of this film, I don't ever have a moment where I'm bored or not entertained by what I see. On it's the just that weird thing where it's like I would have sat here for an in-game length runtime for you to give me like, I'll even say scenes from the prequels where we are just kind of standing there like a stage play talking. Yeah, I would have. It's a I would have we- loved to slow down and go to. It's Dagobah a weird thing where something like Phantom Menace, which is wise. all politic and slow down and pacing wise, and this one's all fast. I want a hybrid, and even if that means we got to extend another forty minutes out, I'm okay with and that. I love the Star Wars universe as a universe so much. Like I just like being in it. Right. It's why I like the video games mm-hmm. and so much and everything else that. Yeah, if this was a three and a half hour movie, I'm in it. And they especially just, if you're the last one of this saga, like why go for it? Yeah, <laughs> I would have been fine just going all the way back to he could have brought up Padme yeah. and Qui Gon and would he? Because he also he's like I am all a Sith, and I was like, well, man, I Darth Maul did not like you very right. much, <laughs> and, and like you beheaded Count Dooku, and <laughs> like you know what they also they never really had, and it kind of bummed me out, and it's not fair to compare the two, but I'm going to. Endgame has that moment where you see who Cap is, where he gets up and he sees this and undefeatable just army, at this massive and army, he he's like, belts that buckle on do his it. broken shield yeah. and is like, "Let's do this." The closest you get to that in this movie, and I am I'm a sucker for seeing all the ships come out of light speed the same way they came out of portals in Endgame. But when Poe's like, "I'm sorry, guys," I was like, "No, no, no Poe, yeah. this is your moment he's like to be like, the t- yeah," because he says it. And I love that line. Every, Every ship, ship we take out is a planet saved. He should have right. just been like. Everyone pick a Star Destroyer and take it down. Every system we save will rise to redeem yeah. us. Like, that should have been the, like... Hero moment for him. We've inspired... Because we have that great ending in The Last Jedi, which is a movie all about Luke not wanting to have this legacy and mm-hmm. stand down the First Order, and then he does. And we see these kids play with toys, toys and make that make moment. That, yeah. And kind of the seed of rebellions planted right. in them. That, like, yeah. we could do this, too. Correct. The same way that people look at this universe. Right. So it's like, well, if you have that and then you combine it with this like grand last stand and we'll just inspire the next people, this concept of rebellion is always people are going to rise up against you. Right. So if you had given Poe that moment of like, Leia did it, 
Padme did it. Yeah. Somebody else is going to do it if we die, too. It's really like, weird, let's go. too, when you juxtapose this against how Poe responded in Last Jedi when no one showed up. And you can He was like, "All right, guys, we got to find another way. We got to find another way to get out of here. We got, we're we're not giving up." Yeah. He was more rah rah then than he was in this one when it seemed like these stakes were more dire. I mean, Luke well, and Leia are dead, and the Emperor's here. And he gives that <laughs> great speech of like, you know, they only win when they think, when we think they have. Right. Like as long as we just we keep going. And I right. was like, yeah, great. This is the rah rah moment. To then have him be like, oh, oh man, man, I guess we're done. <laughs> we, we took an L on this one, guys. It's like, ah. <laughs> then you see it and it's and great. It, but yeah. it, it's very weird to juxtapose hope with complete cynicism. Yeah. Although I guess that's kind of what The Last Jedi does with Luke it, and I like that. I love the deconstruction of Luke um, in that film, yeah. It's a good movie. It is. It just isn't a great one. No. And, and that's I, just me I being think, like, I want more. And I think I live in a world where I have... I have four, maybe five Star Wars films that I hold to a high quality, and this isn't in that world. So, oh, see, I would hold this up to a high quality. No, no, I mean of my of my top five. It's okay, not, I have my top five at a different different level than I do. Oh yeah, so do I. All right, ones. yeah, fair enough. So, and that's why I'm kind of like ho hum overall. But that's this. kind of how I felt this whole time with these new movies yeah I, um and that's it's that's kind of a bummer these these newer films i have one that i have two, i like two, i love well, it, two of them but i have one of them that i absolutely adore but most of our they all kind of fall in under the original trilogy well you're never gonna yeah we'll get into that in a minute and yeah. i'll go faster because i do want to wrap us up soon but the last two things I will say before we do our, our ranking, and I guess we won't do any box office stuff because it's not it's, yeah, it's no still numbers. New, although China's not a fan. Um, <laughs> we've never been a fan. I, whatever. That's fine. I'm a fan. I don't yeah. care. Um, I think you're really starting to see that back in the day, I would even say the mid-thousands, we were kind of okay with you got your standalone movie, and then your second one was like, now it's a trilogy. Mm. Like, The Matrix wasn't a thought-out trilogy, and right. that really shows. The <laughs> yes. Pirates trilogy, before it was 20 movies, right. was this kind of the same beat. Mm-hmm. Empire was the same beat. Yeah. Um, aliens. You'll do aliens. And it, it very yeah. much used to be one movie that gets you in, then we really build out this story and end right. you on a cliffhanger, the and then we run to the end. Correct. And I think now, with so many trilogies and so many giant stories, and even this like age of television mm-hmm. we live in, to start without a cohesive plan which it's now painfully clear it's we didn't 100% clear and even has been verbalized by Kathleen Kennedy <laughs> which is crazy because maybe I'm making it up I swear when The Force Awakens was announced she had a thing where she was like they're J. all J. in Colin the writer room Ryan are uh, all hanging out yes are we just ignoring liars yeah. <laughs> I also think Kevin Feige is very good at picking a director and you look at like what Ryan Coogler did with Creed and at first you go, why Black Panther? And then you see Black Panther mm-hmm. and you go, oh. Right. Or uh, even like the Russo brothers in Arrested Development. Or they well, why community. can they do this? Right. They know how to handle 20 characters and 20 storylines in, yeah. a, in a good way. Right. Or uh, John Watts and Spider-Man. You go back to the cop car, cop car and yep. this and Doctor Strange with horror. And... I think Kathleen Kennedy picked good directors who are just without really thinking about what they do and how it connects to Star Wars. Yeah. Because as I said earlier, J.J. Abrams made a pilot. He and and That's recre- what he did. and, recre- and re- recreated a fan fiction esque version. Like he's like, okay, cool. I'm going to take that. I'm going to put it put that over here with this. And the thing about and I'll say this with Ryan Johnson, I think Ryan Johnson would have been more accepted had he done. A Star Wars film not attached to the saga. That too, because I think I, he what he created is fine. I just think people got upset that it broke down the trilogy form of what they were doing right. with the, from Force Awakens. Well, yeah, I, he ended the series. Right, like that. The Last Jedi technically is the like you can end there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was actually more satisfied with that than ending that, than I was than, this. than the current ending. So yes. We also had that yellow lightsaber, which I thought was so cool, and I'm never ever gonna see it. It's gone. That's so annoying. <laughs> that was so cool because I'm just gonna say it. Having nothing but blue lightsabers looks boring. It does. Have it some does. green in there. Yeah. Why wasn't Leia's a different color? Mm-hmm. Come on. Let's. I just want to see some contrast. The original Star Wars, the prequel trilogy, all have so much 
great visual coloring contrast that to get to this dark, dank dungeon with blue and red lights, and not even red lights, no, just, just blue. blue lights just on, blue. was like going in to see a Christmas tree with just blue lights on, which yeah. I also hate. <laughs> um, yeah. But I was like, just show me, where's Luke's green lightsaber? I Just give me all the fan service I want. It's somewhere. Yeah, but I think like Kathleen didn't do a good job of either a, having a director or writer write all of them and do or do them all. I think if JJ did the whole thing, we might have had a better continuity. I probably would have liked it even less because I think JJ is very safe. But I think it would have been a through line through those through those. Yeah, things. but it's like JJ sets up pens and then he walks away, which <laughs> like, is what he did on Lost. Right. <laughs> uh, he also was just good at action set pieces without really building I mean, into the lore. Right. Like I think if you look at Star Trek, and I love JJ Abrams Star Trek. I do too. But if you really made me be like, is this what Star Trek is? It's, I would go, well, not, not really. really. Yeah. The same way I kind of did with The Force Awakens. Mm-hmm. Um, Ryan Johnson is very good at things like Looper and Knives Out yeah. that are going to subvert my expectations Correct. of a genre yeah. and build a story with stakes. Right. People can die and mm-hmm. they can fall. and These are such human characters. But when you put that into the Space Wizard movie you get what you got out of it. Yeah. And I, I don't think we really set, and I mean, if you look at all the people she's fired, like we're, ju- we're clearly just picking talent that's talented and, and not, not talent that matches that up with what we're with doing. What we, exactly. Um, which, you know, I think also just speaks to how good Kevin Feige is. Yeah. It, you would, you would think it's funny. You, people like to call out Kevin because they're like, they're, he's too hands on. But I think once he, once he picks what he wants, he lets them do their thing. Yeah. He just gets out the way, but he knows what he wants for whatever project it is he has. And I don't think Kathleen has been in that mindset. I personally feel like this series, Star Wars film wise, needs to go away for a while. I'm ready for it. You, but I say go away in a very specific way. I'm ready for the movies to wind down. But give me my Obi Wan show. I'll take give the Mandal- Fallen Order. Give me another sequel. season of Mandalorian. I think they're doing a casting or indoor. I'm like, cool. I'll take all of that on television. I don't need the film. I'm ready for the part of Star Wars that I'm nostalgic about. That I, I saw another tweet uh, from Mike Drucker, who's a comedian. But he was like, you know, I'm in a weird place because the nostalgia I have for Star Wars is Shadows of the Empire, is Heir of the Jedi, are the comics, and I love the movies. But like that's, and that's kind of where I am now. Where I'm like, yeah, yeah, like. I loved the Star Wars movies, but I adored playing Rogue Squadron. Yes. And I loved playing the uh, Jedi Outcast. Was that the old before Fallen Order existed? Yes. And Battlefront and this and reading these like crazy pulpy books in the universe. And I was like, yeah, yeah, the movies can wind down. But give me some like cool TV and some dope games. I don't want to leave the universe. I want it to still be present. I just think they need to reevaluate their. I'm film. ready for it to be taken a little less More. seriously, mm-hmm. and I don't think you can do that when it's the giant film. Yeah, I think we're allowed to start getting weird in the other places that right. Star Wars can. Exist. I think we can start doing one-offs too. I don't think everything has to be a trilogy. If you're going to continue doing Star Wars, not everything has to be set up as a three-act right. structure. Do one film and just see what the hell happens. Yeah, just yeah, get weird. Yeah, I don't know. Now we can. This is already a weird. It is crazy, strange world. So now let's really do it. Let's yeah. rank these movies and get out of here because it's. I'm getting tired. Sounds good. Uh, do you want to go first? Sure. Uh, we're going to go top to bottom. Just going to do the Skywalker saga. No, I'll, or add, gonna throw I'll, in? Add, the, I'll add the other two in great, there too. Great, great, Then I'll put mine back. Uh, my number one is Empire. Um, it's Empire, A New Hope, Rogue One, The Last Jedi, uh, Force Awakens, and then I would go um, Return of the Jedi, Revenge of the Sith, Rise of Skywalker, uh, and then my last ones are Phantom Menace, Solo, and then Attack of the Clones is dead last. Um, well, yeah. <laughs> and and I'll say this. I, I have Phantom Menace over Solo. I think Solo is a better made film. I care more about the characters that are in Phantom Menace, like Qui-Gon and Darth Maul. Sure. That's why that's higher. Yeah. Uh, I go with Empire, and I'm always going to go with Empire because mm-hmm. it has the line that I connected to most, and I'll tell you why. It's when Yoda is like, never your mind on where you are, what you're doing. And when I was a kid, and this sounds so stupid, but it's so true, I was like, that's how I am. I'm always like, like the next school, what's college, next? Yeah, yeah. the job, the right. thing. And I still do that today. And, and I still look back to that line to be it. like, come back and be present here. Like right. Star Wars is such a good movie, but Empire was the one that I really, it kind of put me on the path to like filmmaking and mm-hmm. even like philosophies and religious ideas yeah. and all these ideas that are in the movie. And I, I think that's that one. 
then it is a new hope yeah. because it is the first one and it's so, so brilliantly it's, made it's, it's, and the fact that it even exists <laughs> when you just look at how they do it and right. the pacing and the world building and the story and it it's the only one that exists without the others mm-hmm. like I love Empire, but if you really were like, let's just put it on and no one's ever seen these, they would be like, what is going on? Because really that story is Darth Vader's chasing people through asteroids and Luke's doing push-ups in a swamp. (laughs) Uh, And I love that. (laughs) Then it's Return of the Jedi, because I've said this before and I'll say it again. I think Return of the Jedi has the best Star Wars in it. You get a culmination of arcs, Palpatine and Luke and... He really gets to that point of like, I'm not going to be impulsive anymore and I'm going to throw my lightsaber away and really show this growth and redeem this other character. And then, this is where I get weird, my fourth one's probably Revenge of the Sith. And I spent a long time not wanting to put it there because I know it's not the best movie. Kind of how we do with Iron Man, like people crap on us with Iron Man 3 on uh, on the list. Yeah, but I love it. Yeah. And I'll tell you why. Similar to Empire, I think Revenge of the Sith does almost the most heavy lifting philosophically of those movies. It does. And I think when you really get down to like who the Jedi and the Sith are and it going, actually, they're very similar. Hear me out. No, I'm with and you. And you see all of that and what that does to Anakin. Yeah. Um, and really, when you get down to Palpatine's pitch for Luke to turn, it's just opera, like, yeah. my buddies are going to be dead. Join yeah. me. Yeah. And with Anakin, it is like, you're going to become the master of death and save Padme. And they do a great moment of like, kill him now, Anakin. He's too dangerous to be left alive. And then Mace Windu says that about Palpatine, and that just fucks with Anakin's brain. And that last lightsaber fight with Obi-Wan, amazing. I love that film so much because um, it feels like a Shakespearean play. Yeah. Like everything... Palpatine's like Iago and he's whispering stuff in, in, in Anakin's ear the entire time getting Anakin to doubt himself and like yo did they they want you to spy on me don't you well see I told you they're just like they're no good and I'm like he's putting these threats and the way that Mace comes into that room to a, to to get Palpatine and he see, and Anakin runs in and sees it he's like what he sees it looks like well, Mace is just and, outright trying to murder this and man. Mace betrays the Jedi right because Anakin does say this isn't what we do right and had Mace just been like you're right you're right would have done it and instead he says exactly what Palpatine said to him about Dooku and it literally is we're the same same. the only difference is I can save Padme right these guys can help me this government isn't working I think it's all great then I go Force Awakens because it's just fun and bombastic and great then The Last Jedi I love what we do with Luke I love challenging the philosophies then Rogue One, which again is just like what a, such a well made, it's a well put cool together movie. Film. Yeah. Then Rise of Skywalker, then Solo, because I am just like I just don't feel the stakes in it. I still like it. Mm-hmm. And then, which is again like at their worst, I'm still pulling out scenes I like. Yeah. Because then I go Phantom Menace and Attack of the Clones, right. which and aren't have, very good. But I have but moments that I like. Damn, do I love Django it's, fighting Obi Wan? It's funny our lists aren't that different. I think you and I have Rogue One and Sith flipped on our list but otherwise we're basically the same yeah more or less i mean yeah. i you're never going to top the original trilogy for no. me you just yeah part of that is because i'm i grew up with it but yeah yeah but that also isn't necessarily true because i also grew up with the spider-man movies and the new ones are just better i like the new <laughs> like, yeah, that's, that's a good point you, you can do it um <laughs> that's it I don't know. It's stupid to say, but I feel like I have to with this franchise. Let people have their opinion. Yeah, we don't need to attack. Like it if people don't like it. They're just movies. It's just a movie. You don't need to get viscerally angry and start cussing people out and start talking about this and this and that. It's a film. Unless they're racist, in which case, call them out. Then you fuck them up. Absolutely. Uh, (laughs) I mean, that's gonna do it for us. Star Wars is great. It's always going to be great. Uh, and you can follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash groups slash Hollywood Already Did It and Hollywood ADI. I'm at, as always, Blake, and Terrence is at Terrence Tatum, and we'll see you in the new year. Later.